Welcome to the root of all success with the real Jason Duncan, a podcast that explores how the world's most powerful entrepreneurs unlocked success and how their stories can help you do the same. A successful educator turned entrepreneur, Jason has built multi-million dollar businesses that have been featured in Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine. His life's mission now is helping entrepreneurs live what he calls hashtag the exit lifestyle. Introducing TEDx speaker, mastermind leader, author, entrepreneur, cigar aficionado, motorcycle enthusiast, and host of the root of all success, the real Jason Duncan. The real Jason Duncan. Hey there, welcome back to The Root of All Success. I'm The Real Jason Duncan, and I have a firecracker of a guest for you today. Jesse Lee Ward is going to be my guest on the show. She's the number one network marketer in the world. She's a multiple seven-figure annual earner. She's a serial entrepreneur. She's an investor. She's a podcaster, has a very successful podcast called The People's Mentor, which we're going to talk a little bit about on the show today. But in less than four years... Jesse Lee has built a team of over 1.6 million customers, 21,000 promoters worldwide in 41 different countries. This is the powerful woman. This is the one you want to pay attention to. This is the one that you want to look up to and say, wow, I can do something amazing. And that's what she believes. That's what she believes. And we're going to be talking about the power of consistency. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the difference between being rich and being wealthy. Um, and she's going to give her key about how she was been able, how she has been able to succeed. And what, of course, her definition of success is her top rated podcast. The people's mentor currently has over 10 million downloads and counting. Uh, she's got over 300,000 followers on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, on Facebook. She's 150,000 and TikTok, almost a hundred and, uh, 80,000 on TikTok. So she is uh, Jesse Lee Ward, otherwise known as Boss Lee. You can find her on Instagram at I'm Boss Lee, I M B O S S L E E. But uh, thank you for tuning in today and help me welcome Jesse Lee to the show. Jesse Lee, welcome to the root of all success. I'm sure glad that you're here today. Oh, I'm excited to be here. It was such a fun intro and I loved our conversation before. So I feel, I'm feeling a little goofy today. I don't know. Like you might get a lot of personality on your show today. So I hope you're ready for that. Well, that's the only reason I invited you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you for thinking of me just to be your clown of the day. I love this for me. Well, what's funny is that, uh, you know, I didn't know you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm part of the Ford Mastermind with Neil Dingra. And he had our, we had our Ford Mastermind event in Vegas a few weeks ago. And you were one of the speakers and you come up on stage and, you know, your introduction, as I said in your intro about being the number one network marketer in the world. And then you were this ball of energy, this powerful, successful woman. And I'm like, I got to get this lady on my show. This was this is going to be such a great conversation. And then, of course, I started following you on all your platforms, which you've got, you know, ten hundred thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers now. So you're uh I saw a bunch of your stuff just today, just going through Instagram. There you are. Instagram knows that we're connected now, so that That's so I right. get to see your stuff. They're always listening. I, I love that event. I'll be. I want to say tell a funny story really fast from that event. It will take two seconds. Okay, I know you know this. But this has never happened before. That mastermind was in Las Vegas. And I know Las Vegas is known for some debauchery, but I have never in my life had a wardrobe malfunction like I did at Neil's 
mastermind. My entire top <laughs> came off twice in the middle of this event. So um, we fixed it. Don't worry. It wasn't, you know, whatever. But I thought it was a good little intro to, oh, well, who is this girl? What is happening? Okay. Uh, and then I dropped some knowledge. But, you know, it was quite the, yes. quite the show. It was it was good, and um, you handled it well. It was not it was not like the Super Bowl incident of years ago with Janet Jackson. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> was well, not that bad. That's true. <laughs> well, so Jesse Lee, so the number one network marketer in the world. Now, most people have an understanding of what network marketing is, but yeah. just in case there's one person sitting in their Honda Accord right now driving to work, and they don't know what that is. What is network marketing? Well, I guess my question back first would be, do people, do most people really know what network marketing is? Because yeah, I would not. say they don't. I think a lot of people think of network marketing and they think of some of these older companies. They think of the old school. You have to recruit a bunch of people to make any money. They think, oh, it's a Ponzi. It's a pyramid. They think all this stuff. And I'm just like, if you would actually join a network marketing company just for a day, if you're somebody with some kind of business sense, you would say, oh, this is literally a traditional business with no overhead. Hold on a minute. And so network marketing is literally just your ability to learn business without overhead. It's your ability to join something by a starter package. You're going to get personal development. You're going to get skill-based training. You're going to get uh, great products, great services. You're going to be able to leverage your time. You're going to be able to leverage uh, social media. You're going to be able to leverage an incredible compensation plan without having to worry about manufacturing or worrying about uh, ad spend or worrying about all this stuff that entrepreneurs worry about. And the really great thing about network marketing, for me especially, I'm at a very different point than most people will ever get to. But um, I'm at a point where now it's just become my major cash flow machine, right? I'm just building this huge business. I'm, I'm representing one product. I'm recruiting lots of people. I'm teaching and training. I mean, tens of thousands of salespeople around the world is what I get to do on a daily basis to teach them how to run a business. And I get to leverage all of the income from this and then turn it into wealth creation. What network marketers tend to be really good at is they're very good at getting rich. They're very bad at creating wealth. And so I've leveraged income now for years into multiple other businesses and uh, just created a big brand around who I actually am. And it's, it's been a lot of fun. I'm I'm taking notes right now. So when you see me looking down, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing the same. Don't you, worry. You you just made a really interesting point that I want to I want to kind of take maybe a little sidebar here. You said there's network marketers are really good at getting rich, but they're not good at building wealth. What's the difference between being rich and being wealthy? Oh my God, night and day. Okay, riches, your Gucci belts and your fancy cars and your I'm flashy and look at my lifestyle. Uh, you know, rich, you can lose. That's really what I would tell people. Like, if you're going to write anything down about rich versus wealth, rich, you can lose. Rich is the flash in the pan. You can win the lottery and get rich, right? You can, you can stumble upon wealth, have a trust, be a trust fund baby. You can be rich, but that is not wealth. Wealth is generational. Wealth is, it's almost like, okay, there's a lot of things inside of it. You carry yourself differently when you have wealth, all right? Because you look at money differently. You look, you look at the world differently, I think, when you have wealth. But wealth is really something that you're not thinking every day, oh, I can lose this. And if you only have a couple million dollars every day, you think you can lose it. Unless you, you're an egomaniac, I'll say that. Wealth is, though, the, the creation of passive income in other things. Wealth is something that, you know, maybe it's 
huge businesses that you're going to be able to will to somebody, right? Maybe it's um, large multifamily investment properties, right? Like I'm, I've got a lot of real estate too. Like what are your, what are the things that are actually going to be pillars of foundational wealth and money for generations to come and too many people, it's all entrepreneurs. Okay. It's just, I see it like crazy in network marketing because some people do get really lucky and they quite frankly do get rich quick and then it's all gone. You know, it's, and, and I just wish more people would say, Hey, maybe if I educate myself on how to actually multiply my money and turn it into something that's real and again, generational, uh, what's the difference I can make with that? So instead of the Gucci belts and the Louis shoes and the whatever else it's, it's fun, but it's, it's fleeting. Wealth is not. I had somebody, I had somebody tell me a long time ago. I don't remember who it was. I was probably in my teenage, teenage years when I heard this, but they said the definition of a rich person is, is someone who has more than you. And, and, and really that, that, that kind of illustrates what you were talking about is that rich is fleeting. You can lose it. And it really is, is a, it's, it's a matter of perspective. You know, I'm, I'm richer than other people. You're richer than me. I'm rich. Like, but wealth is a clear definition. Like if you have wealth, it's a generational thing. It's going to last for a long time. It passes on from one generation to the other. So I appreciate you taking the time to explain that. Cause I think a lot of people don't understand the difference between being rich and being wealthy. So yeah. And, uh, and the you, two terms are not interchangeable, by the way, people think that, you know, you're, you're not wealthy if you're rich, right. Or you're not rich. Yeah, you are rich if you're wealthy, but you're not wealthy if you're rich. So That's they're not correct. necessarily interchangeable. But people use them like they are. I'm like, there is a difference. <laughs> there is a big difference. Yeah. So how did you how did you get your start as an entrepreneur? Was it was it in network marketing or or was it before that? Well, it kind of depends, you know, if I take you way, way back. Uh, my first entrepreneurial journey, I was uh, <laughs> I was taking like green and red peppers and tomatoes and stuff out of a garden and selling them on, on you know, this not the street corner, but, you know, the edge of the street. <laughs> I guess that was my first entrepreneurial adventure. And I liked it because I don't know, not that I like to talk to people, but I kind of liked a little bit of hustle in that. Right. I liked a little bit of like, oh, you can kind of control this. Um, and then I was like always not always but I was a little bit of a negotiator which is a great which is a great tactic as you start to get into business but I was a negotiator as a little kid so you know if I was gonna if I scrounged up some some coins and I was gonna go to the the market and I was gonna go get some snacks I was like well I mean I know it says 75 cents but I got 60 cents so what do you think you know I was always just kind of thinking a little bit differently like everything's negotiable um so I think I was wired a little bit differently from the get-go when it comes to that but I, and then you know I guess my first and then my first like real entrepreneurial thing, I guess, would be, uh, you know, like the Girl Scout cookies. I was killing the Girl Scout cookie sales. Um, that's just the competitive nature. And I just I, I mean, I'll get into what you're probably asking, but I I just I just knew I was different. I knew something was weird about me uh, when people were celebrating, you know, even and nothing wrong with celebrating sports, of course. But when people were celebrating sports or academia or like their job or, you know, when kids, they celebrate their parents jobs, they don't even celebrate their jobs, which is so weird, you know. But like I was like, no, I don't want to do that stuff. That was so boring. Um, but my first actual, you know, paid entrepreneurial venture was um to totally by happenstance, I guess you could say. I knew I liked sales a little bit. And um, I was living in a basement, working in a pathology lab, and my rent was getting increased. And so I needed to make an extra $300 a month. And that didn't, that wasn't something you could just go to your boss and ask, right? Like, you can't just say, hey, I need an extra $300 a month. They kind of look at you like, 
and, uh, you know, like, no. <laughs> and so, uh, my, my landlord said, well, maybe you should start, start one of those at home businesses. And that was, that was it. You know, I'm like, I mean, of course there's more in there. Like, I'm like, what, like one of those scams, what, like Avon, like there was all this, which really, that conversation really did happen. Um, but I, I just got kind of thrown into it. And I say this sometimes, but I haven't said in a while. I mean, I, I figured I could scam enough people to make $300. Like that couldn't take that many people. So my big goal, my exit from entrepreneurship was going to be the $300. And then, you know, it just so happens it was it ended up being a lot more than that. I got addicted to the hustle. I got addicted to the, um, the grind. I got addicted to the, God, you get high when you close sales sometimes, I swear. I'm like, woo, let's go. It's like a hit. You're like, give me another one. Um, and that, that was, that was it. You know, that, that took me, that was 2011. I was 20, 22 years old and the rest is kind of history. Yeah. Wow. So, so would you, so was that really your introduction to the idea of network marketing right then was like, I can find something that I can sell to other people that I can make some money on. Um, I mean, that concept is old as time, right? Like have something, sell something, have something, sell something, supply versus demand. But that was more direct sales. I actually didn't join network marketing first. Um, I was more of the person who would like go to somebody's house and do the direct sales in the living rooms. Uh, I did that business model for four and a half years. And then I found network marketing in 2015. And that was like, that was like my life change. You know, that was like, if you ever got, I'll, I'll describe it like this. Have you ever, you ever seen something and you have no intention of changing, like you love whatever it is about your life or about a gym you go to or whatever. I'll use a gym as an example because it doesn't have to be entrepreneurship. Have you ever, I don't CrossFit, okay? But I'm just saying, these people who are anti-CrossFit a lot of the time, they might go to the CrossFit gym for the first time. They do the CrossFit workout. It's the best workout of their life. And they're like, oh my God, I'm a CrossFitter. I can never go back, right? Like this is a real thing that happens. Well, that's how it was with me with network marketing. Somebody slid into my DM, which, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not one of those people. I will not slide into your DM, okay? You can slide into mine. But like uh, this guy slid into my DM, you know, and he was telling me, oh, you know, I see your sales posted on your wall on Facebook because I would post my... I would post my sales on my, on my monthly sales on, uh, on Facebook. And he goes, and I, this is such like a jackass thing to tell somebody, but he's like, your lifestyle doesn't make sense for the amount of sales you're making. I'm like, what tool bag? Like what an a-hole, like really? But I mean, you can tell, even if you're not dressed up fancy, you can tell when somebody is making real money. You know, maybe it's not the fancy clothes, but are they taking vacations? Do they eat out a lot? Do they have time freedom? There are all these little hints and I had none of these things, right? So he messages me, um, you know, I, I can tell from your page, you know, your lifestyle doesn't make sense for the amount of sales you're making. If you would take your sales that you're making, you put on your wall and you put it into a network marketing compensation plan, I'm telling you, you'd be a millionaire. I'm like, who is this a-hole? Like, I don't like you, fool. Um, and I only knew one company at the time. I never joined them, but I only knew one company for sure was network marketing because it was like really popular back then and it was all over everyone's walls and like everyone was joining it. They were in massive momentum. And um, I put my sales for the year in this other company's compensation plan and, and, and I would have been a 24-year-old millionaire. I would have made a million dollars that year. And I'm like... Oh my God, you know, like, like ah, a 25 year old millionaire. I'm like devastated. I'm like, it's, it's like, 
it's like your, your mind has unlocked something new, like the CrossFitter who's like, now nah, I'm a CrossFitter. You know, I'm not powerlifting anymore or whatever. It was literally one of those just eye-opening moments. And that was my transition into network marketing. And then my first year, I made a million dollars, just like the guy told wow. me. Wow. So do you, so is it, is it permissible to talk about what company that was and what you represented? Or is that, is that something we can't talk about? Where I made the million dollars my first year? Yeah, or, like what what network marketing company did you join? And oh, um, I can't only because I well maybe I can I don't know I don't remember how the lawsuit well, all came out. But I mean I, I don't sensitive. care. I'll tell you. No, 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 it's okay. I don't care. I don't think I think it's a, I think it's legal. You know, and if I if it's not legal, I know there was like a time frame when it was like a twenty thousand dollar fine if I said their name, they said mine. But like I think we're past that now. You know, that was like a, that lawsuit was twenty seventeen. So. And I won anyway, so whatever. Um, but anyway, if you're not getting sued, like you're not doing enough right. Do you agree with me on that? Like, are you one of those people? You know, it's like. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, if you don't have haters, you're probably not not doing, not making a big impact. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I just figured I'd let you say it. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> I knew we were going to love this interview. Uh, but anyway, no, I was, I was with a company called Modare. And it was a health and wellness company. I was their top earner. And then I was terminated. I had to sue them. It was this big dramatic hoopla in the MLM world. And then I joined my, my second MLM and I've been with them for over five years. Wow. So you, how, how did you become the number one network marketer in the world? I mean, obviously there's a whole lot of pieces to that, but what would you say that the, the secret to that was, what, what would, did you do that other people weren't doing? Oh, this is actually very easy. I was the loudest. Like, most people don't have enough people looking at them in anything. This isn't even a network marketing conversation. You could own a roofing company. What makes you the best roofing company? It's because everyone's talking about you because you have the biggest brand, right? You have the most people talking about you. You have the most eyes on you, okay? So does roofer A and roofer B do, do like, does one necessarily work harder than the other? Maybe not. Now, I probably work a lot harder than a lot of people. So like, please don't discourage hard work. I freaking love hard work. But in my hard work, it's like, how could I be the loudest? In my hard work, it was how can I become a household name in my if, in the network marketing space and then in the business space? In my hard work, it was, okay, well, if people that I look up to are saying I need a podcast and I need to do a podcast, even though I don't want to do a podcast, I need to go live all the time, even when I don't want to. I need to serve at a much higher level. I need to be known at a much higher level as somebody who just shows up and is super present. And there's a lot of people who can do that for a, again, a flash in the pan. You know, you'll see people who maybe they go live for a month. Maybe they, they're consistent on social media for a month. Maybe they're awesome at their follow-up for a month. Maybe they're great at, at, you know, sales calls or marketing stuff or whatever for a month or two months or maybe six months. Okay. But I'm on year 12. Like I didn't stop in 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I got louder in 20 as a matter of fact, because I'm like, damn, these people are cooped up in their houses. I'm gonna make them watch me. Like I'm gonna put on a show. Uh, and so I just got really loud in 2020, stayed even louder in 2021. In 2022, I'm just in your face everywhere, basically like a disease. So if you want to be number one at whatever it is, you just got to be somebody that people start associating with, with whatever it is you do. That's where a lot of people mess up is you're really great at what you do, but people don't think of you. They're thinking of someone else. They're thinking of another back to roofing or something. They're thinking of another cigar company, right? They're thinking of a, like Rolex is a great example. Does Rolex actually make the best watches? I don't even know. 
on the technical side, no. If you talk to watchmakers, there's a lot of better watches. I mean, I rock Rolexes. I like Rolex. I like APs too. But like, they're not the best watches. They're the best known watches. They're the most recognized brand of watches. They've been the number one luxury ba- brand of watches for decades running. But they're not the best watch. And you can talk all you want about. It. I don't like Rolex. Like it is so much better. Like the better watches are whatever. Uh, Rolex is still making more money than you. And that's what it was all about. It was just who can get louder. And I was just going to get louder and louder and louder. And if I started seeing people start being louder, I was going to be even louder than them. And when you say be louder, um, I think I know what you mean. But tell me what you think being louder means within the personal branding space. Yeah, I'm not actually talking about the the volume of my voice, but some people would argue I scream a lot. So, you know, <laughs> maybe I'm screaming because I'm trying to get inside your little brains. All right. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I just mean, what is your presence like? And I train this a lot. I think I might have even said it at Neil's. I was going for omnipresence. I was going for, if you don't like me and you block me on Instagram, bad news bears, you're going to open up TikTok and I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a TikTok video pop up. And then if you don't like that TikTok page, there's a TikTok business page that will then show up in your for you page. And if you don't like that, you're going to go listen to a podcast because you're trying to get inspired who somebody from somebody who's, you know, not yelling at you or whatever you have to say about me. And then whoopsies, the people's mentor pops up, you know, cause it's up there in entrepreneurship and they're like, Oh my God, go away. And so you try to escape to Facebook and it just doesn't work because I'm all over Facebook. And then you're like, what am I going to do? I just, I can't escape. Well, you're blo- you have to block me on everything. You know, it's just, I'm just, I'm everywhere. And then you can't even, that doesn't even work because then there's networking events and who's showing up? Me. You know, I'm just, I'm just showing up everywhere. And so, um, that's what I mean by louder. It's, it's who's going to have the most conviction also, though. My messaging never changes. It might slightly evolve because I become more educated on something. I might talk about more topics because I become more educated about it, but I've been very consistent in who I am. My stories never changed. My missions never changed. My impact, my impact's gotten bigger, but I've, I've always wanted to impact people. None of these very key components have ever changed. And I see a lot of people. They're just, they're, they're just too inconsistent. They're just too inconsistent. So they don't ever have that, that noise created around them. Let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible. Hey, I want to talk with you about one of my favorite tools as a salesperson and as an entrepreneur, and that tool is Dub. I want you to imagine for a minute getting an email from somebody, and instead of just being the plain old crappy text in an email, rather than just having a bunch of HTML where it's pictures and stuff, what if it was a video? And the video had a little GIF and it was playing right there in the email as soon as you opened it. And it had your name. Like it said, hello, Jason, check this out. And then you clicked play and it played right there in your inbox in the window. And it was somebody trying to tell you how great you are, how awesome they can help you, how how good they can help you out. That is the power of video emails. I want you to try Dub out. I've been using it for years. I have closed countless millions of dollars in sales over the last, I don't know, six years or so using Dub. And you can do it too. All you got to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com slash 
dub. That's D-U-B-B. TheRealJasonDuncan.com slash dub. Dub will help you make an impact in your sales through video. It's going to help you with, they've even got a CRM built into it. You can build landing pages. You can do campaigns, even SMS campaigns. You can set up automations to manage workflows and maximize conversions. And like I said, they've got an existing software platform inside Dub to take your CRM to the next level. Try this out. Get a free special just by being a listener to the podcast. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash dub. Get two weeks to try it for free and 50% off your first two months. That's therealjasonduncan.com slash dub. I love talking about this sponsor because it's it's often oftentimes a lot of people talk about sponsors on their shows or have sponsors and they they either don't use them or they might have used them once and they're not really in love with it they just take their money. <laughs> and, and certainly there's nothing wrong with that. But this sponsor, this one of my sponsors of the podcast is Story, S T O R Y Y. Two Ys, why? Because they're awesome. If you've ever wondered how these influencers do their Instagram reels and their TikToks and their YouTube shorts to look so amazing where they've got the zoom cuts and the pop-ups and the on-screen illustrations, whether it's cartoons or actual images or videos that get responses, that that people go, ooh, I want to talk to that. If you want to know how people do that, that is exactly what Story does. They take your videos and they make you look like an influencer. They make you become an influencer. And they will post it for you. They'll write the captions. They'll add the relevant hashtags. They put it on the platforms that you care about the most. And after that content's posted, they take it even one step further to boost it to your past clients, your your leads, or anyone that you want to target. And they even have someone log into your social media profile to engage with other people's posts to drive engagement on your profile. Story truly takes a headache away from doing social media content from start to finish. And they have a mission to help people nurture and cultivate their relationships by sharing your message digitally. And they even have an app that makes it easy to upload your content and track everywhere your video is at. And I've been using them for a long time. I I told them, I said, look guys, I love what you're doing. I want to recommend you to everybody. You need to be a sponsor of my podcast. And so they're a co-sponsor of this podcast. And they're also the exclusive sponsor uh, of my live webinar series, Entrepreneur Master Series, because they're that good. I tell everybody about them. So go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story to learn more. And that's therealjasonduncan.com slash story s-t-o-r-y-y why are there two y's because they're awesome you'll get 10 percent off your first three months if you go to that link therealjasonduncan.com slash story thanks for listening to our sponsors now back to the show why do you think people get inconsistent why, why do you think people go from doing 30 day push and then stop doing it, or maybe a two day push and then stop doing what, what causes that inconsistency in your opinion? Um, there's a lot, you know, and I will, I mean, there's obviously extenuating circumstances, but the first thing is it's easier to quit. It just is. It's easier when your spouse is telling you, why are you up again doing another podcast, Jason? Like, stop. Be like, you're right, babe. I'm sorry. You know, I should spend more time with you. It's easier. It's easier when all your friends are going on vacation to say, oh, I want to go on vacation too. It's just, it's, it's way easier to be inconsistent. The discipline is where the freedom actually lies, but discipline is not fun. 
I talked about this just yesterday, actually, on a, on a video I did. I was talking about self-discipline. And I, I know, like, to some people, I look like, oh, who's this Jessie Lee girl? She's this overnight success. I'm not an overnight success. I never even took a vacation for the first 12 years of building business. I just took my first vacation. I didn't drink my entire 20s. People think this is crazy. I didn't drink 20. I was 20 years old. I did not drink from 20 years old until 31 years old. You cannot find a photo of me at a bar. You cannot find a photo of me out late at a restaurant. You cannot find a photo of me doing anything. I was in bed early. I was up or that's not true. I was working, but I was at home early. I was up earlier every single day. And I didn't drink, not because I had a drinking problem. It's because I had my discipline locked in and I knew my consistency was going to be shaky if I allowed those little chips away. And a lot of people let people, things, circumstances, hard stuff, whatever, chip, 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 chip away at them. And before they know it, they're living a life that they don't even recognize and they don't even know how it happened. Well, it happened through those little Things, those little breaks, those little splinters in your discipline, those little, oh, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll miss the gym this one day. See, it's not about the gym. Okay. It's about when you go, my gym's right here. That's why I'm pointing at something you can't see. Like, like if I miss the gym, is my body going to look different tomorrow? No. Is it going to look different if I go to the gym? Also, no, in one day. But what happens to my entire day if I wake up and I am not consistent with my morning flow, if I'm inconsistent with the time I wake up, if I'm inconsistent with how I walk my dogs, if I'm inconsistent with my morning routine, if I'm inconsistent with the gym, which then makes me eat better just because it's all connected, which makes me show up differently to the meetings that I'm in, which then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I'm so good. Like I'm, I'm stacking confidence chips every day by being consistent. And people are wondering why they are down on themselves. They're down on themselves because you can hide to the entire world who you are, but you can't hide it to yourself. You know what kind of a person you are. And some of you don't like that. But the only person who can change that is you. And it's easier to quit. So just take the hard route sometimes. You'll have results that other people will never have. That's really good advice. And I think that, you know, we've heard it said before that it's not the it's not the best person who wins. It's the one who is the most consistent. Consistency outperforms perfection all the time. Consistency out consistent people will outperform the more educated, the more well-funded, the more the better looking. Consistency is always going to outperform all those things. And I appreciate that you said that because being the number one network marketer in the world didn't, you know, wasn't something you did every other day or every other week. I mean, you had to do this consistently for a long period of time. At the, end, crazy. At, the, yeah. at the end of your life, Jesse Lee, so when you're, you're at the end, what do you most want people to remember about you? Uh, how I loved. And I know, and I, it's easy for me to answer that because it's my greatest strength and my greatest weakness by far. Um, I love really deeply and I love so hard that a lot of times people think it's fake. And so I just had somebody come full circle after five years, two days ago, which is just, it's so cool when moments like this happen. But, um, she's like, I had all these people in my ear when I left you, when I like left you behind in my life, telling me all these things about you. And there's no way she actually, she reaches out because she wants to make money on you. She only messages you trust, just trust me. Okay. Like no one's that nice. No one puts that many people before them. Nobody does these. Nobody does that. There's an ulterior thing and it's real. 
Like my love is real. I don't, I don't need to ask for stuff. It just feels good to give. So I like to give. I like to pour my heart out to people. I like to give to people. I like, whether that's financially, whether that's emotionally, spiritually, my time, my energy, whatever it is, I, I like it. I like to be a servant. And so when she came back, like I said, it, took, it was five years. She came back two days ago. She's just like, you know, into my life. I'm saying, you know, she's like, I just, I thank you for being that consistent person because I've been gone for, for five years and everyone told me it was just about the money for you. And you still reached out. You still messaged about my kids. You still asked about my partner. You still did all these things that everybody told me was not going to happen once you weren't making money on me. And you still did it. And I kept seeing people say all this stuff about you and it wasn't true. I'm like, that's the difference between reputation and character. A lot of people are so worried about the reputation. I'm not worried about my reputation, Jason. I'm not worried about my reputation because I know what my character is. And it's very consistent. And I want everybody to remember how I loved. That's what matters the most to me. Because the money, whatever. Can't take it with you. Well, that's really cool, Jesse Lee, because you, you, your key to your success has been consistency and, and the work ethic. And, and that's what we were talking about. But what, what you just revealed right there, too, is that at the end of your life, you want to be known as someone who how you love, that you loved hard and, and that you're consistent in your relationship. So the power of consistency is has power in all assets, all facets for life, whether it's health, wealth, relationships, you know, anything at all, as long as we're consistent, we're going to have the results. And, and I, I appreciate you saying that because I think people need to hear that, especially from someone like you who has been so successful in your endeavors. And, and by the way, what would you like? What, what does Jesse Lee, what's your definition of success? <laughs> uh, my definition of success is joy. But I want to elaborate on that a little bit, if you don't mind, um, yeah. because I think that's kind of like an easy thing to say, like joy. But I want people to, to decide when they're feeling the joy. Because to me, when I'm in that just playful, like, <laughs> like that's winning, you know, that feeling of just, you're not thinking about anything. You're not, you don't care about what you look like. You don't care about what your, your, you know, the clothes are on your back. You don't care about who's watching. You're just that, just like a sunbeam, you know, that is success right? That is success to me. And like when, when you do things that actually fuel your soul instead of your ego, you find the success and the joy much faster. And so I've done things in the past. This is the only reason I can talk about this. I've done things in the past where I look back in hindsight is 2020. I'll go, Oh my God. Like I literally only bought that because I felt like successful people are supposed to have that, you know, or I only went on that excursion or whatever, because I thought that that's what successful people did. And so I want more people to have a definition of success. That is whatever it is for you, whatever sets your absolute soul on fire that makes you go back to that childhood joy where no one can take the smile off your face. No one like you have like the wrinkles by your eyes, you know, we're all getting them. Okay. And you are just happy about it. That is success because that is priceless. You can buy a lot of things in life, but you cannot buy that feeling. And so that is, that is for sure. My definition of success, the money's cool, but Forget about it. That feeling of just, I am so happy. That is priceless. I love it. I love it. So by that definition, do yeah. you consider yourself to be successful? Yeah, I'm in the most successful stage of my life by far. Yes.
And I got a long way to go, you know, like there's so much more to it. And it's cool because I multiply success now or like, what is it? It's a square root. I cube it by helping other people find their joy. So that's the coolest part for me of, of what I do with all the mentoring and coaching and stuff like that is like for me, the, the money I have, I already have more money than I know how to spend. Okay. Especially cause I like to live way down here when it comes to my means. Um, like I'll, I'll buy all the cool stuff I want. Like, don't get me wrong. Okay. I got the Lamborghini. I got like the fancy jewelry. I got the whatever, but like, you know, like the amounts that I could no. but you get to see, you get to feel that joy compounded. Now I'm not a math person, so we're not going to PEMDAS this, but one of those things. Okay. When you see other people step into their joy, when you get to coach other people from I'm sad, I'm desperate. I'm, I'm depressed. I'm anxious. Nothing works for me. I've tried everything into, you know what? Let, like slow down for a second. Talk to me. I think I can work you through this. I think we can make this work. And then they win. And then their smiles are like, ah, and then everyone's like, ah, and everyone's happy. Like, ah, that's the best. So I've got a lot of success. I've had a lot of success. I've got a lot of success to go. Um, I'm nowhere near done. And, And that's cool because that, that makes it where it's a journey. That's not finite. It makes it where it's a journey that's going to go forever because there's never going to be, unfortunately, there's never going to be a day where there's not somebody hurting. There's never going to be a day where there's not somebody on earth who need, who does not need to be helped. And so, um, it's easy for me to wake up every day and be passionate. It's easy for me every day to wake up with that fire in my belly. Like, who do we get to help today? And back to what I was saying earlier, it's so real. Like I can't fake it. That's why I do what I do. Wow. I love your energy. I bet you you hear that a lot, but I love the energy. It's it's infectious. You can't help but being around Jesse Lee and put a smile on your face and think about and be joyful, as you talked about. So what is the one thing that you would do that you're doing now, but that you would continue to do for the rest of your life if you never earned another dollar on that thing? Like, is there something you're doing right now that you would continue to do whether or not you ever got paid again? What is that one thing you would do? One thing I would do if I never got paid another dollar. Um, this is going to be weird. It's going to have nothing to do with business probably, but I, don't, um, I, my, one of the places I'm just the happiest and it's cool because I learned so many life and business lessons through it. It would be like the, I do, I travel, but I like to be a little vagrant sometimes when I travel. And so I would do that. Like, that's so weird. It's not like a business thing, like whatever, but I find so much inspiration and so much joy and so much light and so much energy from the earth. So I like doing the weird travel stuff that people don't like to do the climbing of the faces of mountains and the rolling around in the desert in Jordan that costs literally zero dollars, you know, and the crazy hiking of Petra where even the Bedouins were telling us like, don't, you don't want to do that hike that takes eight hours. We're like, I want to do the hike for eight hours. Um, and just, I I would want to just show more people. There's so much more to life than the stuff. Um, there's so much like, like just live. So I don't know. I would just, I would just keep living and I would just show people. I want to inspire more people. I guess inspiration is probably the answer, but I want to inspire more people to do what sets their hearts on fire, what makes them feel good. And for me, that's grounding. That's getting in the dirt and being a little, you know, hood rat with, you know, torn up clothes and whatever else and not the fancy girl in the, in the, you know, the Ritz or the St. Regis or the whatever. And I do that stuff too. But like when you jump in a glacier, 
that's zero degrees in Iceland and you swim like a little psychopath, you know, there's something inside you that just comes alive and you realize you can do anything. And I just wish more people knew they could do anything. And, and don't worry so much about what other people are thinking. When I do those weird trips and I travel like that, it shows people all these things that you have shame around, you know, the things you know you want to do, but you have shame around them. Just do them. People are going to judge you anyway, so let them judge you and you just be the happiest version of you. Um, so I would do a lot of that because I think it inspires people to, to, to do what the hell they want to do. And I want to see more people doing what the hell you want to do instead of what everybody else told you you're supposed to do because life is way cooler when you do that. Uh, amen. Amen. I, I 100% am with you on that. That's really cool. So I want to ask you a couple of questions about your the root of your success. And I know you talked about you know, being the loudest has been a key for you. You talk about being the power of consistency has been a key for you to be so successful. It's kind of the root of how you've become so successful, which is the idea of this show. But is there been, was there a place in time? And I think it goes back to you, you know, your rent going up and you going to your boss about that, you know, the increase in pay and him recommending the, uh, the network marketing or direct sales. But was there another place in time or was that it that had that place in time not happened, you wouldn't be who you are today? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I think that your life is a series of really important moments. Like there's not that many, but when they're there, pay attention. Um, Steve Jobs called these dots. He said, and I don't know his exact quote. You probably have heard this. He said that your series, your life is a series of dots that when you look back on them, you will have those defining moments of your life and they all add up like the line of your life. Right. And so I'd like to get like my, my memory is really good in general, but when I feel like I'm in the middle of what I call a dot because of Steve Jobs, I like to stop for a moment and just be still and go, okay, this is one of those moments. This is one of those things. This is a day or a moment or a chunk of time that is going to possibly change my life forever. So biggest thought of my life. Yeah, probably purchasing the starter pack for my first business ever in direct sales, because that sent this, that $310 investment, if you would have called me and I'm not making an income claim, but if you would have called me and said, you, Jesse Lee, just do it. Just go all in on this network marketing thing, direct sales thing, because you're going to spend $310 and you are going to make tens of millions of dollars by the time you are 40 years old in this. And then you're going to make hundreds of millions of dollars just in network marketing. And then you're going to become a billionaire because you're going to invest this money from this $310 starter pack. I'd have been like, well, I'm not worried about it so much anymore. You know, cause of course I had those moments of like, well, what the hell? What if I lose $310? I'm not going to be able to eat. You know, I was, I had this whole thing in my head too, just like everybody does. So that was a big dot, but I've had dots throughout my life constantly. And one of the biggest dots was act- a lot of the times the dots, and I just want to make it for everybody, not just about me is when somebody shows you what's possible, wake up, you know, like these vision moments, these moments that stretch you, that make you go, well, what, 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 I could do what Jason does. I could do what that Jesse Lee girl does. She's not that good. Okay. Well then come on with it. Let's go. You know, like, are you sure I'm not that good? But like, really stop for a second and say, well, if she's done it, if he's done it, then why not me? Cause I have those moments and 
When those moments of vision stretching happen, I don't ignore them. So one of the biggest stats I ever had was I was 25 years old. I was at an event. I was making 33, I made $33,000 that month. And I was like, I'm amazing. I'm 26 years old. I made $30,000. I'm amazing. And I, my vision was just like, crazy stretched without going into all the details. I've told the story so many times that, you know, I don't waste anyone's time, but basically at the end of all this stuff, I found out that there were, there was a row of people that were 18 to 20 to 26 years old behind me. Every single one was making a million dollars plus a year. And then in the back of the room, there was somebody standing in, in the network marketing profession who had crossed over $100 million lifetime earnings and who was 50 years old. And I went, what? And it was just a moment where like, it's like somebody took the top of my skull off, you know, <laughs> like my brain expanded to be like that cartoon character with all little like veiny brainies out here, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, like there is somebody who's 50 years old. He's made a hundred million dollars in this. Cause if I had a hundred million dollars liquid, I could do a lot of things. with hundred And I was just like, oh you know, like it changed everything. Um, but it's not always positive things either. I think the vision stretching is big. And then I will also tell you the most defining moments of my life are also the worst ones. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we need to go to that place sometimes where we realize that everything in life is happening for you, not to you. Tony Robbins says that. It is really true. Uh, my 2017 was the worst year by far of my life. I literally almost lost my life. I ended up in the hospital. My grandmother passed away. My Nana raised me. So that was like the worst. I was like my mom dying. My marriage fell apart. I lost almost all of my friends. My I lost my business. I lost everything. And I'm like, why God? Like, what did I do? Well, I had lessons to learn. And so I look at that now as all of this pain, like I'm not going to let this pain go to waste. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fall apart the way that I think you're supposed to right now. I'm going to use this as a moment in my life. That's going to define the rest of my, my career. And I did. So it can be bad stuff. It can be good stuff. It can be easy stuff. It can be hard stuff. It can be whatever, but pay attention to those moments and just slow down and say, is this going to be a dot in my life? I do that every time. I'm like, Ooh, this feel, this feels like something. And just kind of ground yourself for a minute before you go into that, that moment. I don't know if that helps. Wow. So what's next for Jesse Lee? I mean, you've built an amazingly successful multi-million dollar business. You're coaching thousands of people all over the internet, all over the world. What's next? I mean, what's the next big project for Jesse Lee? I'm so excited. So I, I was a little nervous. I was going to be late to this podcast because I just got off a call, but um, I'm finally launching education. So I don't know when this is coming out, but maybe by the time this is out, it'll actually be up. So that's been like, I've been teasing this for months now unintentionally. It's just been a lot of technological errors and issues and whatever, but it's ready. So we are ready. We have uh, one landing page left and that's it. And so I just got off the phone uh, and I can't wait. So <laughs> once that's done, there will be, uh, you'll be able to have actual access and coaching from me instead of just having to be involved in a company or something with me, because, um, I know I'm serving at a very high level and I just know what happens when you serve at an even higher level. And I know there's more I can give. It's just difficult when it's not, um, and it won't be a small group. I know that I'll be coaching. I mean, some, it'll, there's tears to it. So it'll, there'll be smaller groups. But there's something different when you have access to me, right? There's something different when you're sitting on a Zoom and I'm like, hey, Kimberly, what's going on, Erica? Hey, what's up, Kelly? You're like, oh my God, she's watching me um, or whatever. Jason, how are you? And I get to actually fix your business problems and stuff. Um, I'm really excited about that. So that's my next really big project. And then uh, I'm 
constantly investing and doing big, they're always secret projects. I don't ever talk about my big investments and stuff like that. Cause I like to keep the main thing, the main thing, but, um, I got a lot of good stuff going on. So thank you for asking But the education thing. I'm like really fired up about, so I can't wait for that. So, so you need to follow Jesse Lee on Instagram. It's I am boss Lee. Like I'm boss Lee. I, all right. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I am boss Lee, B O S S L E E. You got to follow her, go check her out. So, so Jesse Lee, I would ask you to, 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 as we kind of close our conversation today on this show, I got two things I want to ask you. Number one, tell me a little bit about your podcast, The People's Mentor. I want you to, I want you to talk a little bit about that. And then I've got a piece of advice I want to ask you for, for the listener's sake. So tell, tell me and everybody about your podcast. Well, first, I want to know why did you start your podcast? 113 episodes. You know, you must, you must have had a vision or something, yeah? Yeah, well, I, I started the podcast. I recorded the first episode in Christmas week of 2020. It's something I had been wanting to do for a long time, but didn't really have the motivation or the encouragement to do so. My wife bought me this Blue Yeti microphone like a year and a half before I started the podcast. And my business coach that I hired that year in 2020, he's like, you got to do it. It's time to do it. So I did it. And I thought, okay, here's what we're going to do. So we're your, your episode 113 and it has been a phenomenal ride. I love it. I love yeah. doing it. <laughs> I love that. I always wonder, cause a lot of people will start a podcast and I, I'm friends with Bradley and Brad says, you know, when people ask, Hey, uh, will you be on my podcast? He says, call me back after episode 50. I'll always do it. If they've got 50 episodes, I'm like, no, I don't know if that's the same thing, but that's what he said. Right. And I'm like, that's I like that. What's your theory around that? He's like, most people quit. So I'm on episode 113. I feel like Jason, you're doing the thing. All right, man, you got a great intro. I'm excited for you. Um, so I, my podcast is the people's mentor podcast. Um, Jesse Lee is the people's mentor. It, why did I start it? I started it because Gary Vaynerchuk was barking every single day about how audio is going to be the future because you can multitask with audio. You know, you can't really multitask with video. You can't multitask when you're reading, but audio you can. And he kept barking and barking and barking, you know, as Gary does. And I just finally, one day I put it on a power list. So, you know, Andy Frisella and his, his power list, I've been putting it off. Like it was, you know, like doom and gloom. Like it was gonna be the hardest thing I ever did. And I had everything caught up in my head. This is actually a great learning lesson, but it was all stuck in my head. Like, I don't know how to use technology and I don't know how to use the little soundboard and I don't know how to do like, I don't know how to build a website. I don't know all this stuff, right? I'm all this, these, these negative self-talk in my head as to why, you know, imposter syndrome, why I can't do it. And I'm and I, I put on the power list one day where he write down five things a day that if you do them, it'll change your life. That's Andy's whole thing. And I never wanted to have a day where I lost my day. Cause at the end of the day in your notebook, you got to put up at the top a W if you win the day and you circle it or an L I'm like, I'm not putting a damn L on a page. Cause I'm not doing this podcast. And the whole thing is if you do these five things by 9am, you're done your day, go enjoy your day. But you got to keep working and doing your stuff. if You're not done. So this one day, man, I'm sitting in my office and I put the, <laughs> damn it the night before on that power list i put podcast episode one and i'm not even kidding you my episode one i'm sitting against the wall of my office in maryland this is how this is I'm, uh, this is when i lived in maryland and i took my phone and because gary vaynerchuk said you know you just take the phone and you record it on anchor i'm like okay what the hell couldn't figure out how to use the microphone couldn't figure out how to use the headphones couldn't figure out how to use the mixing board couldn't figure any of stuff out but I hit record on Anchor and I uploaded it and it went 
And so it's been as high ranked as number 11 in the world for entrepreneurship, which is crazy. Um, I've had some pretty cool guests on it. And now I'm like really relaunching season. Season two is kind of be coming up. I'm going to be doing more of like the video side of it. Um, because I actually just got a microphone. Like this is only two weeks. This is like my little baby. It's my little child. It's brand new. This is like a little toddler. <laughs> it's a little infant. So I'm gonna put a diaper on it. Um, no, I, I just got a microphone. This is new, you know. I don't, and I didn't set it up. I don't know any of this crap. Um, but it's really that simple. And so I just started it, and it it helped educate a field that um, you know, network marketing is very often undertrained, and it's just such a beautiful profession. I wanted to make sure these people could get trained. It's not a network marketing podcast, so it's it's business. If you're trying to build a business, just go listen to it. It's, I mean, it's. It's, it's fire. So yeah, thanks for asking. Go listen to the people's mentor with Jesse Lee. All right. So here's my, here's my kind of final question for, uh, for the show today. So on the the listeners of this show, they span the gamut of all things entrepreneurship. You got people doing, they're killing it like you're killing it. You got people that are at the very early stages and you got all the people in between. I want you to speak to the early stage entrepreneur who's listening to the show. And they're listening to the show because they want a little tip. They want a little trick. They want to hear the stories of people like you who've succeeded. What is your piece of advice? That one thing that you would say to them, if they want to be successful, they must do blank. Okay. Well, new people. First, I love you. And I know that sounds so weird to say, but like, you're being so mean to yourself. So stop. It is a learning curve. Entrepreneurship is a messy journey. It is not for the faint of heart. Okay. You're doing a good job. And it's never going to be as fast as you want it to be. It's never going to be as big as you want it to be. You're never going to feel successful as much as you want to feel successful. It's, it's just, it's the most rewarding and painful journey of all time, but I will promise you it is worth it. So just breathe a little bit. Just just chill. You'll be okay. That's the first thing I would say. And then I'll just say, like I said, be nice to yourself, but also just don't quit. And make it easier on yourself by getting around mentors, by getting around coaches, and by finding and joining masterminds. And these don't have to cost a lot. These do not have to cost a lot of money. Okay, but you need to put yourself in time machines. Those are three time machines. I know for sure they've always worked for me. I find good coaches and I hire them. I find good mentors and I stock them and I find men, I find, I find masterminds and I go to them. It's like you climb into a time machine instead of having to do everything hard all the time, hard all the time. You just make your life a little bit easier. So that's what I would say about that, especially if you're brand new in this and you're, you're a little scared, you're a little nervous, you're a little shaken up. But um, it is, like I said, the most rewarding journey you will ever go on. And you will uh, you'll learn a lot about yourself. So um, that's what I would say to a new entrepreneur. Great advice. Great advice, Jesse Lee. Well, it's been an honor talking to you. Uh, tell everybody how to get in touch with you. I mean, I know I, I gave your Instagram handle a few minutes ago, but at what I am boss Lee, I'm boss Lee on Instagram. Are there other ways you would want people to reach out and connect with you? Um, Instagram is really easy on Facebook. It's Jesse Lee Ward as well. Um, and then you, if you go to, if you go to Instagram, it's super easy because you there's like a link in the bio. So if you're an email person, you can email. Um, if you are a Facebook person, you can Facebook. If you're a TikTok person, you can TikTok. If you want to do whatever, I'm all over. Oh, geez. My phone. Don't call me. Um, (laughs) my phone just fell. Um, but anyway, um, aside from that, no, super easy to get a hold of. Instagram really is, um, is the easiest. So yes. 
Cool. Well, Jesse Lee, what an honor to have you on the show. I appreciate you being on the route of all success. I wish you the best of luck and success continued. And especially as you're starting this new educational journey to coach other people. As a coach myself, I can tell you how rewarding it is. And it is the one thing that I would do the rest of my life, even if I had to do it for free. I won't yeah. do it for free because that devalues the value, the, yes. the benefit. But people don't pay attention if they don't pay. So you're on, you're on to something yeah. with that. Like for years now, I've coached for free over a decade. And, uh, the people that I end up charging money, even if it's like I make them pay to come to a retreat or something like that, they're always the, be the best people. And so I'm excited to finally yeah. charge for it because I know they're going to explode. It's going to be crazy. So I'm excited. <laughs> well, thanks, Jesse Lee. Thank you for being on the show. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> Well, there you have it. Another very successful entrepreneur about her journey to success. And what an amazing story. And what a firecracker, man. What an amazing lady. Um, you know, I met her, never, never heard of her, never knew about her before because I'm not in the network marketing space until I went to the mastermind that I'm a part of. And we went, had our, our one of our annual events in Vegas a few weeks ago. And she was one of the speakers. And, and when she got done speaking, I'm like, I need to have this lady on the show. So I'm really glad that she came on. Uh, pay attention to what she talked about. You know, what's the difference between being rich and being wealthy? You know, just because you have nice things doesn't make you wealthy. We're trying to create generational wealth so we can create impact. It's not about just having nice things, it's about making an impact on this world. And she's making a, sub, a, a substantial impact on this world. And, the, and her key about being the loudest, how she was able to be who she is because she was the loudest. And not just in volume, although she is a very entertaining character, <laughs> but, but she is the loudest and she's telling us the same thing and pay attention to that you know people can block you you can have haters it doesn't matter but be the loudest because once you're when you're loud and people remember you that's when they will buy from you that's when they'll trust you to help lead them to the next place in their life especially if you're building a personal brand as a coach or a mentor or you're leading some sort of mastermind like like I do um, and don't forget the power of consistency that we talked about you know consistent in character consistent in your work ethic consistent in the way that you do and the way that you show up every day Make sure that you are consistent because the power of consistency will outperform the power of intellect, of money, of funding, of access. Consistency outperforms all of that. Please tune in again next week when we talk with yet another very successful entrepreneur about his or her journey to success. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And until then, I'm the real Jason Duncan and Jesus is King. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with The Real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. Are you an entrepreneur who feels trapped in the weeds of daily operations, not experiencing the freedom you thought you'd have as a business owner? Want to know the way out? Take Jason's free exit readiness assessment to see how close you are to getting ready to experience true freedom and success as an entrepreneur. Go to amireadytoexit.com today. That's amireadytoexit.com. See you again next time here on The Root of All Success. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.